Shadow Summit Paranormal Research Lab. This is Victoria speaking. How may I assist you? Hi there. I'm Levi Cole. I'm calling about some strange occurrences I've been experiencing. Good to speak with you, Mr. Cole. Could you elaborate on these occurrences? Well, ahem, it all began around June. I'd noticed something was wrong. Could you walk me through the sequence of events to help me fully grasp the situation? Right, sure. I'm a fast food manager, living out this way, and I started noticing weird things. At first, it was just livestock, brutally shredded. Huge paw prints, too. Frighteningly large. Hardly any animal could make those prints. At night, I'd hear the deafening outcry of preyed animals, hunting howls that echo against the utter silence of my property. Can you add some more details, like the exact time of such occurrences, any similar past events, the weather conditions, the specifics of the place? It was almost always during the night, under the cover of darkness, always eerily silent beforehand. You know, it's as if that silence is the predator's hunting battle cry. Our family never experienced anything like this before. Far as I'm aware, there is no prior record of such phenomenon, locally or globally. Peculiar prints, large paw marks, none of which matches wildlife. Mostly, though, I remember a terrifying night in mid-June, when I saw this beast. It had thick, gleaming fur reflecting pale moonlight. Walking upright, it moved with monstrous agility. It's that image that terrifies me the most. Have you noticed any other strange occurrences before, during, or after these events? Besides the obvious? Unsettling presence. Trails of dried blood leading to strange carcasses. I don't know what is more horrifying. The hacked bodies or the fact that it was happening right near my home, in proximity to people. Are there others who've witnessed or experienced this phenomenon? Have they shared their reactions? I managed to get some photo evidence and I've kept a log. Some people... They just dismiss it as a local wildlife problem. But I know, it's something different, something eerie. Levi, you may be interested to know that your account bears a striking resemblance to what, in folklore, are referred to as cryptids or unknown creatures. There have been incidences reported in the past from various parts of the world. Really? So I'm not alone in this? Others have faced the same entity? Indeed. Now differing cultures interpret these kinds of encounters differently, some see them as undiscovered species, others assign them supernatural or mythical qualities. The famous case of Yeti or Bigfoot may spring to mind. Considering the distinct and indeed quite frightening incidents you've shared, I would suggest you to continue maintaining your log and taking photographs. In the meantime, our team will review the data. Is it possible for one of your teams to come out and investigate? Levi, I'll discuss it with my colleagues and we'll decide the best course of action. We'll do our best to assist you. I sincerely appreciate it, Victoria. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you for calling us, Mr. Cole. We'll review everything and get back to you shortly. Please stay safe. Did you read the email from Mr. Levi Cole about the strange disturbances at his fast food place, just on the outskirts of town? Oh, the one with the mysterious creature attacks? Yeah, I've had a chance to glance over it. Quite the curious case, it must be said. Curious? More like a late-night horror movie plot. Sure, it's a bit strange, but it's probably just a rogue bear or something, isn't it? That's what many people thought. But the paw marks, according to the photos sent by Mr. Cole, don't match any known animal species. You know, this reminds me of some old Irish folklore. Creatures like the Cusith and Feolad were said to roam the countryside, engage in ungodly howls, and leave massive paw prints too. Folklore is fascinating, but aren't we making a leap here, Kieran? 
Those are fables, and we have a potentially dangerous, unchecked local wildlife situation. Well, Jensen has a point, Kieran. But what we can't ignore from these folktales are the strikingly similar experiences to what Mr. Cole described. Yes, it can't be denied. But remember the case we studied back in Washington State, where we all thought it was some kind of unknown beast, but discovered later it was a pack of deformed wild wolves? Absolutely. But the log and photographs tell a different story this time. It appears to be one creature, singular, and it doesn't exactly fit the norm of what we know. That's right. And Mr. Cole's persistence and dedication to logging these events seem far too detailed for it to be merely exaggerated fantasies or hallucinations. All right. If it's not a group of deformed wolves, and it doesn't match any known species, then our next logical step would be to explore the realm of yet-to-be-discovered species, or even genetic mutation. That's fair. However, we can't totally exclude the possibilities of the supernatural realm based on Mr. Cole's experiences. It is within our purview to consider all countless notions. Bringing all these points together, what do you guys propose? How are we going to approach this case? Firstly, let's gather more physical evidence. See these paw prints, the hairs, droppings. If they indeed are from this cryptid, we can run DNA tests. Alongside, we should look into the behavioural patterns. How it attacks, when it attacks, and if there are any particular spots of significant incidents. Comprehensive, science-bound approach. We need to be as detailed and methodological as possible. I agree. Let's plan this solid strategy on field and start our investigation. Day one. I'm en route to Pennsylvania today from our lab. Right upon arrival, the bleak, rugged landscape, biting cold and fear-stricken faces, matched the eeriness of the reports we've been receiving. The case revolves around Mr. Levi Cole's claims of a mysterious creature haunting his fast food place, causing a series of disturbing events since June. The specifics of the case that caught my attention were the brutally shredded livestock, strange paw prints and the hunting howls described by Mr. Cole. Intriguing indeed. It's as if you can cut the tension here with a knife. I'm here to confirm if this is a case of spontaneous psychosis or genuine cryptid interference. My initial strategy involves analysing Mr. Cole's logs and photographs, interviewing locals, and using scientific tools to investigate the alleged physical evidence. After all, the paradigm of quantum mechanics has taught me that nothing is as it seems. Upon reaching the town, a brooding silence engulfed the atmosphere. The isolation of Mr. Cole's establishment at the outskirts is uncanny. The rural locale, coupled with the cold, wailing wind, only amplifies my inclinations toward the town's supernatural folklore. Day two. I interviewed Mr. Cole. The fear in his eyes was profound. We're afraid nobody wants to stay after dark, he stammered. The intensity of these answers gave a human perspective to the distressing situation. Later, a strange event occurred that accelerated my heartbeat. While examining one of the shredded livestock, I experienced a fleeting shadow and sudden drop in temperature. My devices picked up an electromagnetic deviation, raising further questions. Strategically, I laid down bait traps and set up night vision cameras around the perimeter to study the creature's behavior. Using a physical evidence collection kit, soil and fur samples were also collected from the area. An unexpected twist awaited that night. The night vision cameras detected movement followed by a loud, unknown cry before all devices abruptly malfunctioned. We even found one of the cameras smashed to pieces. This event sent a shiver down my spine. 
and it wasn't the cold, both Mr. Cole and other locals were further disturbed. Through ongoing correspondence with my team, they are as puzzled by these events as I am. Prophero Sullivan, an expert in ancient folklore, drew comparisons with a mythical Irish creature mentioned in our previous discussions. Realising the intensity of the situation, I used my evidence to exert pressure on local authorities who began to take the case more seriously. I declared an urgent need for appropriate safety measures. Day 3. Last night's developments brought forth thrilling revelations. The creature seemed to be attracted to the bait, manifesting its presence more explicitly. The terrifying cry echoed again, freezing my blood. The strange attraction towards the fast food place remained an unanswered question. In conclusion, this investigation was a disturbing venture into an unexplored occurrence, loaded with mysteries that still need unravelling. I left Pennsylvania with more questions than answers, and a commitment to return. Because in the world of paranormal research, the idiom isn't too far-fetched. Every answer does lead to more questions, and we are just scratching the surface. Tell us about your investigation, Victoria. The environment was as unsettling as the reports. The isolation, fear in the locals, Mr. Cole's desolate establishment at the outskirts and the violent nature of the events hint at something disturbing. Reminds me of an ancient story from Irish folklore. The Cusith, a large dog-like creature known to dwell in desolate places and terrorise livestock. But that's just wild speculation. A story indeed. Let's stick to the facts. Could we consider a wild animal or a group of animals straying because of habitat loss or even a genetic mutation? Tangible evidence, especially the logs maintained by Mr. Cole, hint at a singular creature consistently causing the disturbances, Jensen. The paw prints match none of the known species. That's intriguing. Could it be a creature unknown to science or indeed something from the supernatural realm? Supernatural or not, we need to take into account the EMF deviations, temperature drop, and that our devices malfunctioned. All the evidence doesn't just point to a physical entity, but an extremely intelligent one. Right. And the strange attraction to Mr. Cole's place still remains a mystery. A creature enjoying fast food, perhaps. A very odd situation. We have a potential cryptid that's technologically savvy, and possibly enjoys fast food. That's the paradox I can't quite grapple with. It does not fit the pattern of regular wildlife. Could this new breed be adapting to modern conditions? Let's not forget the sudden, massive physical force that was recorded. Could a creature wield such strength and still be of this realm? Irish folklore or not, Jensen, we might be dealing with a new species or a paranormal entity here. Both theories invite further exploration. As we've seen, every answer just leads us to more questions. It's an enigma worth spending more time on. Indeed, like every other case we've dealt with. But Victoria, remember to catch a break. It's a mystery and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Thanks, Kieran, but I think this mystery is worth losing some sleep over. In that case, get ready to burn the midnight oil. We've got another case coming in from Texas. This time, it involves disappearing cattle and your favourite, crop circles. Ah, tales of the extraterrestrial. Looks like we've got our hands full with back-to-back -back cases. Let's get ready to challenge our cognitive faculties.